0: You're listening to The Powerhouse Musician, a podcast for classical musicians to hone the business skills we need to thrive in today's classical music scene. I'm Rebecca Lane, your music studio and business coach, owner and director of the Lane School of Music, and Rebecca Lane Coaching. So buckle up, let's turn you into a powerhouse musician. Good morning, everyone. So I know a lot of you have thought about this before, Renting another space for my music studio and what that would involve, and how I would calculate if it's worth it, and how I would go about all that. But I am going to give you today three questions that you should ask yourself when you're assessing a bigger space that could accommodate your teaching studio or even your practice space. Because I know some of you have asked me questions about this before, and now I've kind of tightened up my thoughts on this and broken it into three questions that you can use to assess if a certain space is going to be worth it. So, Let's say that you're in a situation where maybe you have roommates or you live with a partner and you're looking at upgrading your living space so that you have additional room for teaching or practicing space in your living area. Or you might even be looking at getting like a completely separate second space that's not your living space at all. That would be a bigger investment, obviously. But even if you're just looking at maybe getting a three bedroom apartment instead of a two bedroom or something like that, this will still completely apply. There are three questions that you need to ask yourself in order to see if this additional investment is going to be worthwhile. And the very first one obviously means that you need to assess the cost. So you're looking at how much that space would cost in comparison to what you're paying now. So I just took a quick look around because I haven't rented a residential space in a long time. I just took a quick look around at some apartment listings in downtown Toronto just to see and it looks like $500 is a good ballpark for upgrading from about a one-bedroom to a two-bedroom. So you're looking at it, it could be a lot more than that, depending on what you're getting, obviously. But let's just use 500 because it's an easy number to work with. Your whole rent isn't going to be $500, obviously. But if you're upgrading from, you're adding like space to your living and you're moving from a one-bedroom to a two-bedroom, or even a two-bedroom to a three-bedroom, around 500 is probably going to get you that upgrade an additional $500. So let's say that, that you've assessed the different spaces, you found a place that you want to move and it's about $500 more. The question that you need to ask yourself then is obviously, how many more students would I need in order to cover that additional cost? Because you don't want to make less than what you make now, right? You don't want to be paying more in rent than you're going to be receiving in revenue or whatever it is, however you're generating income. You want to make that space work for you. So let's say that, you know, you're going to increase your expenses by about $500 a month. How are you increasing your income to the same degree? What does that look like in terms of students? So $500 a month means about $6,000 for the year. And if you're looking at students, it depends on how much you charge and how long you retain the students for. If you're looking at getting students, Probably you're looking at somewhere around, I'll say a thousand dollars just to keep it kind of an even number. If you're booking a student for like 10 months of the year, if they're kind of a consistent student, it's going to be somewhere in the realm of a thousand dollars, possibly more, depending on how much you charge. So you're looking at getting that works out to be you need 12 new students in order to make that investment worth it for you. Did I do that math right? So six thousand dollars or sorry, six new students. So. $500 a month means $6,000 and that would be six new students that you would need in order to just cover your basic costs, okay? So these are really basic numbers. You might have different values that you put into that little formula to make it work, but I'm using really easy ones just so that the math is simple. That's the first question. What's the minimum number of students that I would need in order to cover this additional cost? Okay. The second question that you need to ask is, what's the maximum revenue or profit or gain that I can make in this new space? So if you're moving out of a two-bedroom apartment into a three-bedroom apartment and you have this additional room that can now be used for teaching, how many days are you actually going to be using it? How many students can you actually have on those days? Just, you know, theoretically, without thinking about how you're gonna find the students or any of that or how long you're gonna keep them or any of that, how many could you actually fit into that space? Because there is a maximum with teaching students, with you know, a studio space, there is a cap. You have a capacity, you only have so many hours in the day that you can have lessons in one specific space, right? You can't have three lessons in that space at the same time. So what is the maximum number? And that maximum, it depends on how many days you're willing to teach. It depends on, you know, what times of days you think you can find students and when students are coming to you, if you're teaching adults or you're teaching small children, depending on what times of day that they're coming, how many students could you actually fit into that space? And then what else would that space be used for? Is it going to be used for practicing? Are you going to be sharing it with other people? What is kind of the maximum usage of that space? And then how much revenue can that generate for you? How much income can that generate for you? So then you have your two numbers, you have your minimum amount, I need six students in order to just make this worthwhile, and the maximum students I could, you know, realistically teach in that space might be like, you know, 30 at the most or something. And so often what we do is we think, oh yeah, if I, if I have 30 students, I'll be making X number of dollars, and that sounds great, this is a great investment. I'll be making this much money and I'll have 30 students and I'll also be getting this sounds great. Yes, I'm gonna do that. But the third question that you need to think of is this how long is it gonna take me to go from six students to 30 students? So you're not even gonna rent the space at all if getting six students doesn't sound reasonable to you in a very short amount of time. So unless you have that kind of pipeline built already, you have your website, you have your forums, you have your Follow up emails, you have your fee structure all set up. And unless you have that set up first and you know for sure that you have the infrastructure to receive new students, then I don't recommend that you go ahead and rent a new space hoping to fill it. But if you think that you can get your minimum and you're hoping for your maximum, how long is it going to take you to get to that maximum? Because if it's going to take you, you know, six or seven years before you max that out, you could be in a completely different stage of life by then. That might be too long to bother investing in that particular space If the rent might change or you might want to move or you an audition in a different city or something like that. That might not be reasonable for you to, you know, aim for that maximum. Maybe you're never going to get there in the lifespan of your, you know, rental agreement with this new space. So these are the three questions you have to think about. What's the minimum that I need to cover just the cost so I'm not losing money with this investment? What's the maximum I can fit into this space? And then number three, how long would it take me to reach that capacity? And do I have the infrastructure prepared to receive people, to receive new students so that I'm actually building up my teaching studio and making use of this space? Those are the three questions you should be thinking of. There are lots more things that you could be thinking of, you know, when you're assessing a, a, a lease, there are, you know, different elements. Is it close to this or that? And what are the operational costs, the monthly you know, heating, and was this included or that, so many other factors. And if you were really going to be serious about that, I would recommend that you have like a spreadsheet with all the different options of spaces you could be moving into. But if this is something that you're serious about, and you really want to expand your studio, then I really recommend that you start looking at spaces and you start working through these numbers to see if this is something reasonable for you in the area that you live in because if it is you want to start looking now and start making plans and creating a budget so that you can make that move a reality so i hope this is helpful have a great week everyone thanks for listening to the powerhouse musician if you've enjoyed this episode leave us a review your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. To meet more powerhouse musicians like yourself, join my free Facebook group, The Powerhouse Musicians. Until next time, I'm Rebecca Lane, and you are a powerhouse musician.